0: You're listening to Pole Parlor, a fun, inspiring podcast for all those bewitched by pole dance. Each week, your Madam Crimson Minx has candid conversation with unique, engaging individuals from within and around the pole dance community. Pole Parlor is passionate about preaching creativity, soulful sensuality, and empowerment through pole dance. You know how we do. Welcome everyone to Pole Parlor. This is episode four, Amory Davies, part two. I'm your host, Crimson Minx. On this episode, we have Anne-Marie Davies, a.k.a. the Queen of Sexy. As we learned in part one, Anne-Marie is an OG polar who originally discovered pole dance in 2002 and who is still an influential and undeniable force in the community today. We discussed her experience witnessing the birth and growth of pole over the past 14 years, the history of contemporary pole dance, what makes someone sexy, and what inspired her to start United Pole Artists. In part two, we chat more about changing the public perception of pole dance, her experience as a teacher, and educating people about pole dance through her upcoming documentary, Fistful of Steel. We left with Anne-Marie acknowledging the uphill battle when it comes to getting positive exposure for pole dance, but enthusiastically confirming that we are winning. So let's jump back on in.
1: That is an uphill battle, <laughs> yes, uh, oh, but one that one that we're winning, one that we're winning though. Yeah, do you yeah. think that the problem with that is um,
0: the sexy aspect? because I know that that's probably something you're asked in a lot of interviews. Uh,
1: I think the problem is when people are so used to thinking of something in one way, it takes a lot of yelling and promoting to get them to change their perspective. I think it's as simple as that, and it will take time. And that's and that's fine. We have time. The earth isn't going anywhere. So I think we all just need to be patient and let people change their minds when they're ready. And in the meantime, we should do what we do.
0: And don't feel the need to, um, to hold back in terms of um, the more sensual, uh, feminine
1: side of it. So. Right. Unless you don't want to do that, you know, if that's what you want to do, you should feel free to do that because at the end of the day, it's your body, it's your mind. So, yeah.
0: Yes. A hundred percent. I think a lot of people, um, especially conversations I've had with people who are more amateur level with me, um, they, are that is more, it's not that they don't want to, it's the fear of the perception of it. Um, And I know even personally with my family, um, they have, you know, speaking with them, they flat out said, well, you know, there's a stigma attached to it. And I know that you're, that, you know, you are nothing to be ashamed of and there's nothing, you wouldn't do anything shameful, but you have to understand the perception from others. So, I get it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, in the sixteenth century, in the seventeenth century, ballerinas and actresses had a stigma attached to them that they were all prostitutes. Oh, that's interesting. So at least we're not being called prostitutes, which there's nothing wrong with that. But we're we're already one step ahead. <laughs> yes. You know. Oh, that's
0: that's interesting.
1: Oh. Okay, that's a good
0: way to look mm-hmm. at it. Keep up the good fight, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, great, and so, um, we've covered that you started dancing as a stripper, then you got involved in pole dance specifically, that you started UPA, that you've done um campaigns. Another thing you do, because obviously, in case everyone hasn't realized this, um, this is your full-time job, right? It's media around, um, pole dance. So another thing you do is teach workshops and, (laughs) and that allows you to travel and to connect with a lot of different people. So we had, um, another question from the Facebook group, um, which I also thought was really good was, um, what drives you to teach and continue doing these workshops? Mm -hmm. And what is it that you hope students take away from your classes? And what are the themes um, of your workshops for
1: those who don't know? Okay, sexy, sexy, sexy is the theme. Okay, <laughs> um, and the, the the other theme too is is not just about being sexy, but about what it means and how to find it from within and how to visualize certain things and and actually they can it can be hard as far you know I talk a lot about muscle control and how to. Put your hip this way while putting your knee this way. And then it, and it's, it hits these muscle groups that you never thought you had. So it, although it's all about sexy, it's, it's very technique-based as well. What drives me to keep teaching is to remain on the ground and be around the people who inspire me to do what I do. So, I mean, without pole dancers, I wouldn't have a job anymore. So I like to be around those people that help me maintain my lifestyle and i feel like i have so much to give back that i would i would be i would feel empty without giving what i can give so that's what drives me to keep teaching
0: great and have you yeah. traveled all have you traveled outside the us teaching
1: workshops or is it uh, yeah. more national you have okay i've taught in mexico scotland wales ireland england Australia? No, I haven't taught there yet. But yeah, that's it. That's all I've taught at so far. Well,
0: anyone listening from Australia, book
1: (laughs) <laughs> book Anne Maria. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: going in July, so... Oh, well, there you go. I think you yeah. know some people that can probably help you book a workshop or two. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, That's great. And then, so that's something that you're current... Another thing that you're currently doing. But another, another thing that you are currently working on is... Oh, I know, what aren't yeah. you working on? <laughs> but um, is the Fistful Steel documentary.
1: Yes, yes, and, yes. um. um.
0: Tell
1: us about that. Well, so you've asked me about the evolution of pole, and I do know some things about the history. I also have watched Fanya's own journey in pole, and I've watched from the outside and sometimes inside. I've watched Bobby. You know, I've watched Tour with Joe grow, and I've watched all these people grow. And do you mind, sorry,
0: just telling
1: us who these people are for those who don't know Fanya?
0: Of course. Yes.
1: <laughs> So Fania Dietrich is the woman to she was the first studio pole studio owner in the world in 1994. Bobby started Miss Pole Dance Australia in 2005, and they just they just celebrated their 10th year last November. And Torwa with Joe is a studio owner, of Vertical Joe's in Atlanta, Georgia, and she is one of the first Black women in pole to really create a name for herself. And she also has brought twerk into our lives, ah. um, so into the pole world, and all of these women and more are amazing. And I, I understand that there's a lot of new pole dancers now, and they haven't been here from the inception like I have. And I feel like if more people understood who this industry was built by and how we got here and how all of these events and brands and people shaped what we do now. I think that they would embrace a lot of things that they're afraid to embrace now. I think that they could speak with more strength and confidence when talking to their families and friends about their new venture. I think That it would help the mainstream public understand, yes, we were strippers, but we're not all strippers now. And to appreciate both sides and to appreciate how we've evolved. Because all things evolve. All things evolve all the time. And so it's time for people to understand, yes, strippers pole dance. Yes, ex-strippers, now pole dance. Yes, people who have never stripped, now pole dance. <laughs> and it's time for everyone to understand how we evolved, how we got here, and why we can be all of the things and still pole dance and be considered all different things instead of just, oh, well, you're a stripper. Well, I'm not a stripper. Like, it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You just, We just all need to understand. So knowledge is power. And my goal from day one has been to give people knowledge and that's why we're making this documentary
0: and are you traveling all around to different um conventions and competitions and studios and and interviewing and
1: yes yes we plan to go to australia singapore europe and all over the united states oh great
0: and if people want to learn more about that there's a documentary right it excuse me there is a website it's
1: yes Fistful of Steel fistful documentary. Yes, Fistfulofsteeldocumentary.com. dot com, and we're also taking donations on UPA dot TV for Fistful of Steel because it is a very expensive project. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I could imagine, but super necessary because I've actively (laughs) tried to research the history of pole. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. There's not much out there. Mm -hmm. And it's funny when you mentioned a lot of the things I did find were people arguing (laughs) for this, um, for the Chinese or the Indian version, (laughs) which is quite different. It is not. It is like a wooden. None of
1: those guys made any events for us. (laughs) None of those guys made events for us. None of those guys opened studios for us. None of those guys taught us tricks. The people who taught you tricks opened studios and started events were all strippers and ex-strippers. All of them in the very beginning. All of them. So sorry, I got really hot for a second.
0: No, because I've heard people say that too, and I'm thinking, well I've seen videos of that and it doesn't it's they yeah. they are doing things on a pole, but to me that's gymnastics on a pole or that's it's it's not the the the
1: origin. So and I'm so Yeah, happy. and I And I, I don't I don't um what's the word I'm looking for? Deny that we have now implemented styles from both. I don't mm-hmm. deny that. But in the very beginning, if someone let's let's use someone as an example, Susie, just a fake name. <laughs> she started pole dancing in 2014 mm-hmm. and now she's obsessed and she's getting really good and she's competing. Well, Susie doesn't know what happened in 2007 because there's no one really to tell her what happened. So in Susie's mind, she's like, well, hell no, I'm not a stripper, okay? I'm pole fitness, and I don't associate with strippers. But what Susie doesn't understand is the reason that she now has this platform to do this amazing thing is because, somewhere in the world an ex-stripper or current stripper created that platform and so our goal is to help everyone really understand that that's that's the reality that's yeah and that's
0: exactly people don't know i don't think people are necessarily trying to be ignorant about it i just think they don't know
1: so oh no, yes of course, of course. And the the difficult thing is, our society places all of these pressures on us. So if if you are a Susie and you just started pole dancing and you don't know that much, it's really hard to defend it because you don't understand yet. And so I, I understand. I'm not mad at anyone yeah. for not wanting to be called a stripper. I wouldn't want to be called a stripper if I wasn't. I understand because well, that's just, you know being knowledge for. for I'm not a tennis player. So (laughs) if someone called me a tennis player, I'd be like, I'm not a tennis player. You know? So I get it. I get it.
0: Yes. You just want to be correctly identified. And so there's there's that. And so um, I think when everyone starts – actually, when I started Little Antidote, I saw – I didn't even hear what pole dance was until 2013. And I saw a pole dance studio and I literally thought it was a – oh, that's where strippers go. Uh, and train. And then, cause I'd saw the sign and then I saw it on like one of those, um, you know, deal sites. And so that's what intrigued me. But I think that my story is probably very similar to a lot of other people. So I think that it's great that, um, there's finally like this outward discussion about it and people are becoming more educated. Um, because there's also yeah. another thing that you can probably speak to is a discussion I've been seeing lately of the origin of tricks. And so um, I've seen a lot of discussions where people are um, claiming to, whether they did or did not, um, that's not the the point of this story, but that, oh, well, this trick is called this and started then. And then people would say, oh, I knew this stripper in Toronto who was doing that back in like 98. So um, again, it's. Yeah. Yeah. And on the first uh, podcast, yeah. Candace Kane mentioned that the Iron X, which is one of the most, you know, physically complicated tricks out there, was actually created by a stripper. So let's uh, – we'll, we'll work towards um, changing that uh, stigma.
1: I mean, you know what? The, they've been doing Iron X's <laughs> on Chinese pole for centuries now. It's not created by a stripper. You know um, what I mean? And the, the whole – that whole argument really gets me. It's like, you know, I'm moving my arm like this. Oh, well I saw someone do that a hundred years ago yeah. <laughs> on, in this book. It's like, it's movement. Yeah. You know, why, why would you claim movements? It just, who cares? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think the argument, <laughs> uh, especially of the, um, I think the argument was that, you know, that it wasn't started by someone in the pull fitness community that, 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 Strippers have been doing that, so understand that there's also no definitely not, moves definitely
1: not. Yes, that definitely
0: that. Yeah, in the strip community too, that there that there's also um, a lot of strength, and it's not just pure gyrating or something like that. That's another
1: misconception. Right. Strippers can be yeah. very strong and do really crazy yeah. tricks and moves. Yeah, I mean, I taught myself a jade split before I ever walked into a studio years before, and you know. Back in the day, that was considered one of the like the big trick, right? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we did. We do do trippers do very difficult tricks. Yes. Very. Yeah.
0: Great. Um. Mm. Awesome. So I feel like you know it was really great talking with you because you kind of cleared up a lot of things and just for me made me feel more comfortable and educated about the history of pole and the the sexy aspect. And I do like that you really pointed out that there is that you're not anti pole fitness, but that you are not at all. Yeah. So and I feel the same way. So it's just nice to have because it is a controversial issue. It's nice to be able to speak to
1: someone who is so close to it. Yeah, thank you. That's wonderful. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, um, there are a few closing questions that I like mm. to to ask all of the guests. And mm-hmm. the first one, which is funny, because I it's who is your pole crush? And I'm sure you are so many other people's pole crush. But who would who's the queen of sexy have a pole crush on?
1: Oh my god, that's like the hardest question ever. <laughs> um, I tend to go for people that most other people wouldn't think i adore maggie ann i think she's Mm -hmm. fabulous on the pole and amanda rose is one of my favorites to watch and nadia sharif is my ultimate favorite pole dancer
0: oh those are great those are great three yeah Um, yeah and then so we spoke a lot about um the history of goal yes. and how you've seen it, pro- pro- seen the progress over the past uh, 10 years, 14 years, but where, where would you like to see it go? As, like specifically, if we're just talking like the next five years, how are you hoping to see the community evolve?
1: I would like to see everyone get along and <laughs> regard each other with respect within our own community. I would like it to be bigger and have more pole dancers polling and performing and competing. I'd rather see more performances than competitions. And uh, just, I'd like to see more money in our industry. There's so many of us that work very, very hard and tires, tirelessly for a very long time. We work many hours and we don't make that much money. So I'd l- definitely like to see more money. And the money will come with the acceptance, the acceptance will come with our joy and harmonious behavior towards each other so that's where i'd like to see it evolve to oh that's great that mm-hmm.
0: that's it's it's tough because there's a lot of um a lot of fiery emotions behind it people feel really yes. strongly one way or another mm-hmm. um this was something um i'm going to add another question just because sure. natural flow um I've heard people bringing up that maybe just the reality is that it will split between pole fitness and Mm -hmm. pole dance. And do you – have you heard that argument?
1: I've not really heard the argument that it will split. But do I think it will split? Probably. Maybe. Yes. And I mean for this – ice skating has done the same thing. How many different ways can you ice skate? And that there are different ice skating – ways in the Olympics there's ice dancing and then there's ice skating and then there's that really fast speed one so I mean they're all they all respect each other for ice skating a different way and they all have their own different rules so yeah sure split away
0: (laughs) yeah especially because there's a big discussion about kids in pole dance right Mm -hmm. now and it's it's a legitimate thing that they're probably less dancing and more um, fitnessing. So maybe that's how yeah. that happens. Oh, just throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wanted to get your thoughts. Of and, course. and so do you have anything coming up that you'd like to share with our audience? I feel like we covered a lot. We covered the, yeah. the this full of steel, but how can people find you? Anything you'd like to share?
1: Well, I, I would say watch our live streams. Watch our social media. Um, stay up to date with what's happening in your community, and speak up. Speak your mind. Give your thoughts, and um, and that's and that's what we're here for. And if you ever have a thought or an idea or a story that you want to tell, United Polar Artists was made for you. So it's meant to be a platform for the Polars. and we don't discriminate, and we don't like to shut anybody out if they are communicating in a constructive manner, of course. <laughs> so um, we're here for you. United Artists is meant for you. So just pay attention and uh, engage with us. And we'll always be here.
0: Great. Yeah. And then can you, before signing off, leave us with some yeah. type of empowering yes. um, quote, lyric, anecdote, anything?
1: Yes. I don't know if it's a quote or an anecdote, It's a thought that I've had for a long time now, and I'm trying to get it out to more people. But the thought is, based on everything that's been happening recently with the fitness and the kids and the sexy um, and how they do or do not coincide with each other, if you're standing in a room that's completely empty, you are free to move and dance however you choose with any style and any intention. If you're standing in a room with a pole in the middle of it, you are free to move however you choose with any style and intention because the pole is simply an object in the middle of the room for you to move around, meaning anyone can pull all ages, all genders, and all styles. And that's the bottom line. Ah, oh, amen, sister. Mm. That was great. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Wow, that was a great way to close off the episode. Again, thank you so, so much yeah. for being with us. I know that thank I you speak for, for all the the entire audience that we learned so much and you really help open our mind to a lot of different things.
1: Thank you. Yes. <clears throat> thank you so much. That makes me happy. It makes me feel fulfilled. So thank you so much for having me. And um, I look forward to seeing you again someday.
0: Yeah, same here.
1: Okay. Have a great day. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Pole Parlor podcast. Want more? Visit pollparlor.com for show notes and to link to the Facebook group where you can connect with other pollaholics and continue the conversation. Listen to past episodes and subscribe to new episodes on the website, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Lots of love, babes. Thanks for listening.